RNZ National, time for our fortnightly money segment with personal finance experts, Mary Holm. Hi, Mary. Hi, Jesse. Uh, oh, quite a provocative topic from you today. <laughs> yes, yes, it came. I was thinking about the price of housing and how lots of people are just saying they can't get into the housing market. Yeah. And I totally understand that. And I don't want this to come across as being critical of people saying that, but I, I hope it might be a bit encouraging what yes. I've got to say. People can be a bit yeah. sensitive on this topic. If they say, hey, I can't afford to buy a house, and people say, yes. well, you know, you should go out to brunch less. Yes, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Which yes. I've never heard you say. No. Um, and there is, an, no. objectively, there is a problem with house prices in New Zealand. If you line us up, income to house price ratio, we're way up there. That's we're no one's fault absolutely. in the buying market. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. They... Um, New Zealand house price rises are still the fastest in the OECD since 1990, even though they've gone down recently. Mm. And they did go down in the global financial crisis around 2007, 8, 9. Mm. Um, but most of the time they've risen, and we're the fastest growing of all the countries in the OECD since 1990. Um, and house prices to incomes, as you say, you know, go go back at, into the 70s, 80s and that, and, and houses cost about three times the average income, average household income. Mm -hmm. And uh, we talked about this many times. Now it's about nine times. It's gone down a bit lately, but not that much. And that's by far the best measure. It's mm. it's houses compared with Because that's affordability, really, isn't it? Yes, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, but having said that, I just got thinking about... Well, it started with me thinking about the houses I and my friends grew up in, and and... That got me thinking along the lines of, of the quality of houses and yeah. how they've changed since then. Um, so I looked at the house size for a start. And in 1974, the average house price house size in New Zealand was 120 square metres. Mm -hmm. And by 2010, it had risen from 120 to 200, which is a huge increase, yeah. a huge increase. Um by 2019, it had dropped back down, actually. Part of that gain had gone back down to 158, which is interesting. They And, and surprisingly, when I read that, I thought, oh, that'll be because of more townhouses. Uh, yeah, I was going to say apartments, yeah. And apartments, yes. Um, because we're talking homes, not just mm. free standard standalone houses. Yeah. But apparently the size of standalone houses, the average size, has gone down a bit since 2010 mm. as well. I'm guessing, you know, there are some sort of big subdivisions that have got quite little yeah. houses the, the in them. The sizes of sections have gone down, haven't way, they? Way, mm. way down. Yes, that's right. That's a really good point. When they've subdivided in the suburbs and you can't fit a big house mm. in back behind another house often. But, but nonetheless, we're still at about 158 square metres compared with 120 in the 70s. Yeah. So we're still quite a lot bigger. About a third um, bigger. Yes, that's right. Yes, it's still a lot bigger. Um, and I, then I had a look at international comparisons. Um, new houses in New Zealand are still quite a lot smaller than in Australia and America. But... We're twice the size of the UK, Europe, and Japan. <laughs> really? So, yeah, isn't that interesting? Um, the, you know, for all sorts of reasons. You, you remember London's full of these crammed together houses and, and it just can't fit all the people in. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, the fact, the fact remains that our houses are pretty big. And meanwhile, family size has gone down over that period. Um, 
for one thing, people are just having fewer children, mm. you know. And in fact, when I'm doing seminars, I sometimes say to people, think of the number of siblings in your family, you and your siblings. Yeah. In my case, it's four. Think of the number of children you've, you've had. In my case, it's one. And I say to the audience, now, who has had more children than they were siblings? Yeah. And you get about two out of 100. You know, I mean, yeah. the vast majority of family sizes have fallen quite a lot. Jesse, you're not you're not amongst us, are you? You you got four kids? Um right? it's a bit complicated with my siblings. I've got two half siblings, so four oh. yeah, so four really uh, yes. and my wife's had um, one of four. Yes. And then we've had four. Oh, so you've sort of kept equal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Having four these days is unusual. It is, yeah. Must say. Yes, People look yes. at you like you're trying to start some sort of cult. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes. <laughs> um, um, but one of the, um, not only are people having fewer children, but because the population's ageing, people are living longer, and those people, households tend to be one or two people, the older families. And mm. so we've got... A, um, fewer and fewer people in the houses, in the homes, than we had before. Another just interesting statistic was that in 1886, there were more than five people per house um, back then. (laughs) Um, And it's gone down to 2.7. So it's halved, more than halved. You say 1886. Yes, way, way (laughs) back then. And yeah, when you think about the big families people had had back then... um, and so then, it, would, it would have been very normal for children to share a room, for example. Absolutely, mm. yes, certainly, certainly in the eighteen eighties. Um, house quality, meanwhile, has gone up in a lot of good ways, like insulation um, was compulsory in new homes from the late seventies. Yeah, and so these days, and and the government's requiring rental properties to be insulated, etc. Um, that you know, before the seventies, a lot of houses weren't. And double glazings come in and become compulsory mm. in new houses now. And also earthquake strengthening is happening now. So so the quality of houses has gone up. And so that's part of what might be happening with the increased prices, mm. you know, that you're, you're getting a better quality home. Ah, uh, yes. Um, but on the, at the same time, um, when you look at the rooms in houses now, I start wondering how much it's all necessary. A lot of houses have more than one bathroom. That's pretty common now, and more than one toilet. Whereas, like the household I grew up in... No um, way. No way you would have more than one toilet. No. And how did we all get through showers in the morning? (laughs) I don't... Puzzles me. Did everyone used to shower each morning? I, or is I, that a sort of a modern I must thing as ask well? my siblings because I can't remember. Yeah. But you wonder how how that all we but you know, everybody managed. These days new houses often have a double garage attached to the house and that yeah. wasn't standard before. Three or four bedrooms is common now and it wasn't so common back then. And more than one living room. You know, new houses often have mm. a living a sort of posh room and then a rumpus room or a children's playroom or something like that. And then you look back at the early settlers. It's astonishing sometimes when you see those old, old houses that um, that had a family of 12 in yeah. them or, or something like that. They've got yeah. one or two rooms. And, I mean, they must have slept, you know, four kids in a bed. And, mm. and um, so when you look back in history, it's really interesting. But when I was a kid, 
typically there'd be one room for the girls and one room for the boys. And and so I can remember houses where there were like two rooms for five boys. Yeah. Or one room, I think in one case, I think there were four girls in one room. Mm-hmm. Um, they just, you know, you put bunks in or just squeeze another bed. And they had to be quite big rooms. But yeah. um, the concept of a child each having their own room and their own space just wasn't there. Um and, you know, for good and bad, I mean, I think it's it's neat for a kid to have their own room mm-hmm. and put their own pictures on the wall and be messy or tidy or whatever they want to be. Um, but it's just, is it necessary? for If people are saying, um, I just simply can't afford a house, I'm saying, well, perhaps you can afford a more modest house. Yeah, yeah as a first house. You yeah, know. you're talking about expectations, um, really, aren't you? Yeah, totally. What do you expect yes. from a house? Yeah. And, um, I mean, you know, the, these days it'll be insulated and double glazed and all of that, and that's great. And I, I'm not suggesting we go go back on those sort of changes. But, you know, we people could manage with fewer bedrooms or... Um, and, and only one bathroom and, and et cetera, which... which Leads us, of course, to tiny homes, which are really interesting mm. again, aren't they? Um, they the way they fit. I get fascinated by the way they use every cubic centimeter, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know, up underneath a the seat there'll be storage space and totally. bookcases inside. Because we live in an and, older um, home, our home's about a hundred years old, and yeah. those massive high walls. Oh yes, all the space that yes. you do nothing with, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah, and have to heat. Yeah, you know, which, <laughs> yeah, true. Yes, yes, so. Um, I mean, tiny homes, I was just doing a little bit of online research Mm. and there's a really neat website called Money Hub um, Mm. that's got all sorts of information about all sorts of... Is that the price comparison sites? They do do some. It's not specifically that. They look at all sorts of topics Uh on there. Um, And they had a good page on tiny homes, including pointing out... The traps for young players, because and there are quite a few, but nonetheless, um, I think that tiny homes are something for people to consider if they're saying I just can't afford a house and I'm priced right out of the housing market, or perhaps just a more modest, ordinary home that's got only one bathroom and only you know two bedrooms for the kids and <laughs> we're that used kind of to thing. being so comfortable, aren't we? In twenty twenty three. Yes, um, we are. I, I'm yes. not speaking for everyone here. I'm just talking about you know the life I know and my friends, but never really that hungry. We're, oh, yeah. We've all got plenty of room to stretch out. Yes. You know, if we don't have the um, the the backyard and the deck, then we feel like oh, just got to get that scene too. Yes. You know, oh, yeah. we haven't got a second living area. How are we going to manage? Well, like the the backyard thing's interesting because people are now saying they quite like not having much garden yeah. to take care of. Yeah. And yeah, it's got flat screen, massive TVs, and I guess the point I'm making is we've got used to this pretty comfortable yes. life, and and maybe there is another another way, and maybe if yes. you've grown up as we did with um, two kids in one bedroom or three kids in one bedroom, yes, um, it would seem more normal. It would, yes, and it's just for a first home, you know. I'm not saying people have to put up with low standards forever, but for a first home, it could be one way to do it. Yeah. The other advantage is you. You get onto that ladder, eh? Yeah, that yes, it's such a cliche, the housing ladder, yeah. isn't it? But it's true. Twi- you're quite right. Yes, get into the market. Okay. 
So, um, yeah, the message is if you feel like house prices are still too expensive, there may be an option to change what you're looking for. Yes, lower your expectations. <laughs> yeah, and and just get into a first home that's... You know, I had some friends when I was young who they bought this land with just a hut on it that the road builders <laughs> yeah. went, had, had used, yeah. and the council wouldn't wouldn't certify it as being okay to live in. And they said, well, what do we have to do to... It had a uh, dirt floor in one mm. of the rooms. And they, uh, what do we have to do to get it certified? And they had to do a whole lot of little things that they did themselves and lived in it, you yeah. know. Yeah. And I should point out, too, that you're not saying that means that everything is right with the system and that no. there's not a problem with the fact that a young family can't get a house that's um, big enough for them. Yeah. You're saying, yes. given the situation we're in... Yes, here's just perhaps mm. another approach to, to because it is nice for families to get into their own is. home. Yeah, you can't begrudge yes. someone wanting to have one room no. for each of their children. No, indeed. <laughs> no. Um, particularly when everyone else they know has one. Thank you, Mary. Yes. Great Pleasure topic. Uh, and as I say, a provocative topic. Interested in your thoughts? 2101 is the text number or jessie at rnz.co.nz.